Take JoJo. We're starting a podcast, JoJo. So, uh, who wants to go first? JoJo, JoJo, or JoJo? Um, oh, let's do a theme song, shall we? Ooh. I have uh, Tom Elliott's uh, opening narration. Good. Do you want to play that immediately from the uh, end of the theme song? I'll play a Futurama one because I'm in the Futurama mood. Now I'm thinking about pizza. You're on a scenic route through a state recreation area known as the human mind. You ask a passerby for directions, only to find he has no face or something. Suddenly up ahead, a door in the road. You swerve, narrowly avoiding the scary door. Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review. I have combined the DNA of the world's most evil animals to make the most evil creature of them all. It turns out it's man. A little longer. And it went, this is a village without a name. On a planet that needs no name. Fifty years earlier, at the end of the 20th century, a spaceship called the Pioneer One landed a hundred people on its barren, lonely landscape. They had only one mission. That was to survive. And this they did. They and their children, and then their children's children, until the memory of the Earth they came from became an indistinct and shadowed memory of another place, another time. They built their homes, made their food, married, delivered their children, and survived. And Earth, racked with wars and with the normal earthly preoccupations of the killing of one another, began to forget them, lose contact with them, and finally, to abandon them. One month ago, a signal from Earth announced that a ship would be coming to pick them up and take them home. In just a moment, we'll hear more of that ship, more of that home, and what it takes out of mind and body to reach you. This is the Twilight Zone. Right. But let's hear how it ended up. So pack your things, because on Thursday, we leave for home. This is William Benteen, who officiates on a disintegrating outpost in space. Captain Benteen! Who left the Earth looking for a millennium. A place without war, without jeopardy, without fear. You want to be a god! It was a lonely, barren place whose only industry was survival. And this is what they've done for three decades, survive. Until the memory of the Earth they came from has become an indistinct and shadowed recollection of another time and another place. One month ago, a signal from Earth announced that a ship would be coming to pick them up and take them home. In just a moment, we'll hear more of that ship. More of that home and what it takes out of mind and body to reach it. This is the Twilight Zone. Hello, citizens! Welcome to LAW Twilight Zone, episode 351. Twilight Zone 1959, 416 on Thursday, we leave for home. Before we get into a couple things, this was the third place on Twitter poll, TZ Twitter poll number six. This is third place. A couple things in the calendar before we get into our introductions here, guys. Uh, five, this, today is April, uh, May 3rd of 2022. May 2nd of 2016, LAW Plus debuted which do, which hosts our anthology plus episodes uh as well as other stuff uh and also five five of 2020 is when we first did our live anthology and twilight zone reviews on youtube 
So we're at two years, over two years now. We've been, oh, almost, in two more days. Adam is the reason we started doing these live. And, yeah, we're still going. Who's not alive anymore? Who is not alive? He's Captain Benteen in this example. Captain Benteen, you... Yeah, but uh, I thought that was important to note that we went live two years ago because it was a, yeah. definitely a change and it brought on a lot of th- weird things like Filthy Twilight Zone mm-hmm. and um, sharing things on the screen. Having a video to a podcast is definitely interesting to me. I'm, we didn't even think about like we We always had video on, Frank, but it was never like, let's share. It makes share. the conversation go better. Yeah, yeah, it does. Anyway, I'm Phoenix West. That, it, uh, frankly. I look like the penguin from the Batman. A little bit. With no makeup. You need less makeup. <laughs> More hair. <laughs> look, sweetheart! <laughs> I haven't seen the new Batman movie yet. It's on HBO Max! I don't have HBO Max now, I told you. I know, but you gotta get it just for that reason. You that... gotta be eating pizza tonight, watching The Batman, being bored for about 25% of the movie and eating a good pizza. You know what, though? Hulu Plus. Who are you? Dick. Who are you? Who am I? Dick Dick. Here. Okay, so it, Hulu Hulu actually has a lot of the movies I want to watch lately. Really? Okay. Yeah, they have Nightmare Alley. They have... Uh, oh, okay. Well, so there's HBO Max. A lot of movies I can't think of, but they're like the new uh, hub for Fox movies. Because you know Disney yes, obviously because owns I think both. Disney owns it, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's why. So they're putting those like they're putting the, the Deadpool movies there, and they're putting a lot of that stuff that they can't play on H- or Disney Plus. They're putting it there. Yeah, I watched a pretty good movie from Ryan, Ryan Reynolds today. Free guy just recently. Free guy sucked. The Rip. Adam Project or something. Oh, okay. Where he's watching a movie. kid from from his past. No, it's him. Yeah, kid yeah. from his past. No, kid. The past the version kid. of him from... Yes, okay, thank you. Thank that's you. what I mean. Sorry. And I saw Time Cop, and they share the same space, <laughs> and they don't melt. No, I. whenever I watch that and I see Time movies where they touch themselves, I'm like, no. Yeah. yeah. I don't buy that bullshit. The first thing I went to, wait a minute. <laughs> don't waste my time with that bullshit. I want the Scolari twins, or whatever their names are, splattered on the background. What are their names? The Scolari brothers. <laughs> the but uh okay so the, the duplass duplass brothers duplass thank you uh yeah let's let's let let me do this right off the bat so i don't forget filthy on thursday relief for home base scenario in case you haven't seen it but this because i am posting this on facebook to a specific party that's why i'm sharing this right off the bat because someone said hey share your link when you talk about this episode here we are episode is about like what rod said they're they're Stranded on this planet or asteroid or where the fuck it was for 30 years now. The year is now 1991. They're waiting for someone from Earth to come save them. No, it's 2021. No, it says 19. Well, okay, so it's 2021 now. No, it's 1991. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So they they have the thing there, and then the, the spaceship lands, and then they get taken. But the problem is, the main plot of this is Brooks is like their god, like their savior. The reason they've been alive for 30 years is because of this guy. And he's not wrong. And that's what the point of the episode is, is you feel for both him and everyone else at the same time. That creates great conflict with the audience. You're not sure what you're supposed to be feeling because they're both correct. And then, like Dick said, this is one of the saddest episodes ever. But let's see the filthy Twilight Zone for on Thursday we leave for home. Shall we? 
I'm waiting for a second. Okay, we got a thumbs up. Anything? No, nothing yet, Joe. Nothing yet. They lost your f***er, Captain. How's George? Hot, flat, and unforgettable. But wet? Well, that's not fair. It doesn't happen often. Once is often. More than once is intolerable. And many times more than once is the case history of a man named Albert Baines who likes his Well, I prefer it to a game in the hot sun. Game out. Prepare for in an hour. There's a coming. Let me hear you say it. There's a coming. There's a coming. There's a coming. Majority of them are adults. Chronologically, yes. They range in age from six months to 60 years. But psychologically and socially, they're but Naturally, we're going to together as a community. And I certainly am going to continue as your guide and consultant. And I guarantee that none of you will for my help or my advice. Don't you want me to tell you, Jojo? Don't me here! Don't me here! I do the same thing when I saw that. The shit is coming. Yeah. The shit is coming. <laughs> Once you watch them, and I know I'm making the filthy twilight zones, I'm like, that one's pretty obvious. All right. My best, my favorite one is when he, because it's a joke that you hear after you hear it. In the beginning when he goes, how's the beep? And he's like, it's cold, wet. unforgiving, whatever he is. And he's like, but is it, it's wet though. I'm like, ah, that's a joke you get way after the fact that you hear the beep. I forgot. I I was going to mention it. Captain Benteen manhandles every woman in this call. Oh, yeah. He's like all over the women. He does every time. His wife right in front of him. They're just a bunch of crows begging for maggots. Captain Benteen is getting it right there. There are a lot of filthy Twilight Zones to check out on LAWstudios.com or Lord Tearing Your Wonderland on YouTube if you're checking this out on Facebook because of the link I'm sharing. But They have so many more hits than this show. Yes. This The last one I posted, did you see it, Dick? The silence one? I think so. Well, I shared it in the last episode, but I also put it on, no. face, uh, on YouTube on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, it's, it already, it's not a lot, but it's way more than our show does. But it's already at... Uh, 239 views. Wow, that's pretty good. But it's only been three days. That's so. still good. Still better than anything we've ever done. Yeah, people do not give a shit about our live show. No. Nope. S- since we finished the original run, it's been a ghost land. We've yeah. been prisoners of this g- the ghost land. I will karate chop you! <laughs> YouTube was never our primary. No, no, video. but... <laughs> if we actually tried to do YouTube videos, it'd be different. Yeah, and that was a lot of Adam and I's conversations. We don't try. No, I literally forget that we're even on YouTube most of the time. Right? Because this is exactly what it looked like before we went to YouTube. Yeah, Only no we're much. on Skype and it was fucking terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. <sighs> Fuck Skype. Uh-huh. Why do you take that personally, Frank? You're not Skype. I don't know, because you can always look at me for some reason, like, Frank Skype links. And that only started because all I want to do is share a video with, with Dicker down there. And he had to, this fucking Skype meltdown. No, Frank, it started. You know why I get pissed? Because it almost tore apart you, me, and Adam. Because we, we had <laughs> so many problems. It turns out it was Chrome's fault. But do you remember right. how many problems we had when we first started? Like, everyone was like echoing and delayed. And we were just like arguing. And I'm like, and then Jansen's like, oh, it's Chrome. 
Yeah, but, it was annoying as shit. But, yeah, like, annoying. that's why I'm fucking fed up with Skype. And before that, we're like, so anyway, uh, 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 or you just drop. Yeah, a lot of dropping. Yeah, yeah that, I don't if hate. If it didn't happen during the show, we were like, wow, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Dropping it like it's JoJo. Yeah. Get your knuckles deep like JoJo. Oh, baby. JoJo, director of the last episode. I want to go there. No, no, no. And this episode. Director. And this episode. We have. Okay, sorry. The last one was uh, Seagal. This is Buzz Kulik. Yeah. Yeah. Buzz Kulik's kid was JoJo. His son's real name is. Oh, God. Oh, Danny Kulik. Son of Buzz Kulik, who directed a bunch of episodes. What's Buzz short for, anyway? But. Bazaniel. <laughs> I don't know. Buzzard. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna type in the Google right now? What is the name Buzz short for? I bet it's like Burtis. I think William. The name Arthur. Buzz is primarily a male name of American origins that means village in the woods. Short from Buzzby. B U S B O I. I quit the English language. Wow, that's really true. Hello, Buzzby. What's up, Josh? Buzz oh, Buzz Aldrin, born Edwin Eugene Aldrin, Jr. Where the fuck did Buzz come from? Why the nickname Buzz, that? after his younger sister mispronounced brother as Buzzer, see Bud. He legally changed his name to Buzz in 1988. Two decades, almost two go. decades after he, he walked on the moon. That's a long way to go for that nickname. After you walk on the moon, you pretty much can name yourself. Hey, sometimes you wait 20 years and then legally change your name to, to what you want, okay? Okay, guys? Probably, probably you get back the fuck so off. Probably money thinks you can get royalties for his name. You, you did that. I, I did that, it. all right? I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. After I said I'm like, wait, he just did it. <laughs> you know what's sad is the way I look right now on the show is how I looked in the courtroom. Hey, Judge, yeah, that... I have not committed any felonies as far as I know. Yes, sir. Yes, Your Honor. That was me in the court. It's the exact same thing because it was virtual courtroom. Oh, wow. And he goes like, I legally pronounce you, or, you know, thank you so much, Mr. West. I'm like, tear. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <clears throat> this All is right, the so, greatest so, day of my life. Frank's right. Frank's right. Don't leave me. Don't leave me here. <laughs> yeah. I think the most shocking part of this episode is that they actually showed a chick swinging in the wind. Yeah, that was great. And I said it was, he prepares for sex in that scene. <laughs> that was my personal favorite joke in that episode. In that Cut her Twilight down. Time, to get, time for Captain like, Benteen. Prepare for boop in an hour. Captain <laughs> Benteen's R&R is ready. That was my favorite joke. <laughs> but, all right, so... On Thursday, Relief for Home debuted May 2nd, 1963, which was a year and 50, 49 years ago, right? Am I wrong? Oh, 70, roughly, 80, yeah. 90, 01, 02, yeah. 59 years ago, sorry. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. This is one of the only, or maybe one of two fourth season episodes that actually benefited from it being an hour long, because you almost needed that time to set up the... the um, you caring about the end result of it all because you needed all that time to flush out the characters. Perfect point. Yeah. And it is okay. So we do you remember when we did our season four wrap up, Frank? Did I vote this my favorite one of the season? 
I'm pretty sure I did. If, if you didn't, I would have argued with you. You might have, but I don't remember our arguments. Yeah, I don't. Well, I argue with you everything. So. Yeah, exactly. So it, I think it was like this and Printer's Devil, and then everything well, else. Well, for me, it's the uh, it's the the robot. No, it's the mannequins, the wax figures of the killers. Oh yeah, me and you didn't agree with. But that. But I think this is my favorite one, because okay, let's look at season four. And Dick, bear with us because you didn't see any of these. No, I've seen it some of them. I In his image, remember. okay, thirty fathom all... grave, eh, way Loved too it. long. Valley I, of the well, Shadow, I, I, I like. That, yeah. He's alive. Great performance by Dennis Hopper, who's way too good for Twilight Zone. Yeah, Dennis Hopper is the only actor in this entire series. I would say, dude, you're wasting your time on Twilight Zone, man. <laughs> like. Yeah, he's yeah. so good in that. You're like, you're not a Twilight Zone actor. You're you're an actual actor. The only other one was Redfro, Redfro, yeah, Redfro, Red Robert Red Redford, Redford, Red, Redford. But Robert yeah. Redford's like good, but he's not too good for like he Dennis really Hopper in that episode. You watch it, and you're like, you are wasting your time, man. He was so fucking good. You are so good. Everyone else around you, they might as well be wax figures, like in the other episode. 405, Mute, sucks. It's way too long. Death Ship, 406, eh. 407 can go fuck itself without hearing anything from Frank. Jezebel, hell yeah. 408, Miniature, an episode starring Robert Duvall that fucking sucks. Sexy, man. What? Sucks. He talks to dolls for an hour. (laughs) Printer's Devil, great episode. Yeah. The Burge. Uh, no Time Like the Past. One of my least favorite episodes of this entire series. Yeah. Wow. Fuck that episode. Which uh, one's that about? It's where he goes back in time a bunch of fails. Over and over and over for an hour. Just like Groundhog Day. But failure and no jokes. And and the way it was edited, it, it went from like... Oh, like the Topher Grace one. Try, try, try. Yeah, but there's no, there's no Stephen Tobolowski to be like... Ned Bryerson? Ned Bryerson? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't get that. There's no no humor, no funniness, nothing. The Parallel, a w- way too long episode for what it is. That needs to be a season one episode. It would have been a lot better. Mm-hmm. I Dream of Genie, probably the most voted bottom 15 episodes, I'd say. Next to the, next to the Bard. The New Exhibit, an episode I love too much, I will acknowledge, but... Frankly, that was okay. I, I love it. That's the serial killer one. Of late, I think, of Cliffordville. I like that I was, one, too. That, was, yeah. that one's fun. Incredible mm-hmm. World of Horace Ford. An episode we oh. bitched about so much, I had to split it into two episodes for our podcast. Because we went on for three hours about how stupid bad. it is. This episode, Passage on the Lady Anne, which is bad but boring. So we had nothing to say about it. It sucks. And then... Literally, the worst. The worst episode of this of the series. Well, this that and and bewitching pool. No, this this one is worse because it's an hour long. Because it's an hour long, Frank or Frank and Dick, the Bard. With who's our main star in that episode? Shakespeare. Burt fucking Reynolds. Oh yeah, him. Was it really Burt? Goddamn Reynolds. 
This this was before he yeah. hit that that hot hot Sally Field ass. But look at this fuck! It's a comedy episode for an hour long. Oh my god, it sucks so bad. Ooh. Wait till you see. Uh, are they going to show Burt Reynolds eventually? Oh my god, they there all he go is. Back in time. Oh shit! Why am I in this episode? She looks like uh, Colonel Sanders. Even he, even he, this this sums up everything. Yeah. This image is all you need. That's it. That's the episode. Why am I here? Looks like a bog cap. I fucking, and you know what? When I did my NBA, uh, NBA bracket here for the, for the playoffs, I put the bar down there. (laughs) I don't think it made it. (laughs) I think it's gone already, but it's gone. I wanted to see what Dick thought about it. I'll watch it. Because I've only seen an episode twice now. Because it's not something you rewatch. And they do not put this on any sort of cable is there any, TV. Is there, any, is there any commentary track on it? I can't imagine. But if it is, it's like <laughs> Scott Zickery, Mark Scott Zickery going, Fuuuuh! And then an hour later he goes, This! <laughs> and I... Okay, so Dick, you listen to the commentary, right? Yes. Did you listen to both? I did not listen to both. I, I did. I listened to Silence, yeah. So I listened to Mark Scott Zickery and someone else. And it was right. fine. It was a fine listening and they're they're talking the whole time. Okay. And then I listened to the second one, which I don't know who it was. And it but I've heard them before on on commentary and it's the guy who wrote a book on Rod Serling and then his like comatose uh drug-induced friend who is like I know what you mean, man, like I was thinking we should What were you saying? Like that's the fucking podcast. it's a podcast back then. It's commentary, commentary track. It's a podcast. Really? That's terrible. Cuz it's it's the guy going he's literally reading his book word for word and he's like and then Rod said it was due to this. And then I and then I looked into it and it was more like the and and I'm like, "Oh my god, you're so boring." That's, <laughs> like, that's great, man. It's far out. But the other guy is is nonchalant borderline comatose he's on he's on Zorthine. he's he, he's so fucking boring thorazine thorazine i already fixed it frank i corrected it twice already hey, man. I, I was letting late Victor. to the party there yeah i know yeah no he's so it is so boring, but eventually, like forty minutes in, they like open up finally. I'm like, all right, this is fun. Oh, did you over. laugh? Did you laugh during the uh, the meteor shower? No. You mean the thunderstorm? <laughs> the thunderstorm. Yeah. Because shit, did you notice that some of the extras got pelted by those rocks? Like, I think that must have really hurt too, because it's just basically someone throwing them, or they're launching from some kind of you know some kind of cannon. No, because the rocks were post production. Post-production. What do you mean? Those rocks and the lighting effects were all post. Really? Yes. I saw someone get hit with a rock, though. They fell down. No, you think that. They put that in after. They couldn't have done that. Yeah, they no. It, that then. No, yeah, they, they did. did. They did. Maybe for maybe for the string of, like, uh, the uh, ones that had why, why tails were you not, on them. Why, were you, why are you fighting this? It's what they did. I don't care. I, but you no, just want to play devil's advocate. 
Hey, they got rocks coming at them. It's some guy on stage. Fucking your sister. Captain Pendleton. Okay, so, yeah, they, they did that his afterwards. His power came from his lines. They must have done an overlay on a negative, because I don't know how else they would have done that. They just spliced two film together. Exactly, but you shoot one on a negative, and then you play over it. But it's okay. just that, but, you know. This, I mean, you know. Do you ever watch Frank as a Pink Floyd fan, clearly behind you? I was trying to explain to my wife, we're listening to the Pink Floyd uh, Dark Side of the Moon. She's like, oh, yeah, it's actually not that bad. And I go, it's actually not that bad, but you realize how hard this was to do in 1973. You only had four tracks back then. They had the loop and loop and loop and loop and loop. Like, there's there's 20, 24 tracks in some of these songs. They had to play that over and over and over this other track and, like, loop it, like, so many times. And I didn't realize until I watched the documentary of Dark Side of the Moon. I'm like, God damn, that music's even better. Like, how much they most, had to do. Most of it's on um, Live from Pompeii. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a whole separate documentary about it as well. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty decent, but it's on it's on uh, Amazon Prime, I think. But watching the behind the scenes, you go, God damn, that was so much work. <laughs> it been, and it makes yeah. you think like the visual effects. I would like to see something about that, uh, of not specifically this episode, but like how they did that back then, because they would like. Scr- well, one of the cool ones is uh, uh, War of the Worlds. If you watch that one, that's pretty yeah. ingenious what they did. It like back in the twenties, there was only ever one ship, but. They always did threes, but it was like they filmed yeah. three different ones. Yeah. Back in the 20s through the 50s, they would literally scratch on the negative and then expose it and then show that over top of the film that you're seeing. And it would do this cool effect. And then it became like a rear projection thing in the 50s. Or they did that earlier, but like mainstream 50s, 60s, 70s. Yeah, and 70s started doing the matte paintings, the 60s as well, but really I, hit. I think it was like uh, Kubrick did a lot of reprojection shit. A lot of a lot of big directors did reprojection, um, especially in the 40s and 50s. Like the, oh, it was when they're driving the car, you know, you get that out the window thing. Mm-hmm. But it was effective. But I, I would like to see how they did this exactly, uh, specifically this episode. Because it's just, you know, it's, just, it's really simple. It didn't cost a whole lot because this episode was really cheap. The best out-the-window car driving scene ever is airplane. <laughs> when he's heading to the airport. <laughs> he's going like yeah. this, like that. Yeah. He's not even yeah. turning the wheel. <laughs> and the, he runs over the bike and the bikers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Striker! Striker, Striker, Striker. <laughs> Get me Striker. Ted Striker? So, his name was George Zip. George Zip said that? Okay, so... On Thursday, we leave for home. Frank, you mentioned earlier it benefits from the hour-long episode. Everyone agrees with you. Um, this is before I listened to the commentary episodes when we first did this episode. We did this with Adam. Um, that was on... Let's look up when that was. Nope. There we go. That was on uh, January 14th of 2020, like two wow. and a half years ago. That was me. You were not here, Adam, or Frank. That was just me and just me, apparently. Was I by myself? Probably. By myself. 
But I will say, because I do have these episodes listed of like if Frank was there for the Redux, and this is one you were not there for. So you were not there originally. I, I knew that ahead of time. What I, I don't know why I said that wrong, but yeah. So I'm glad you're finally able to chip in here. Um, what are your thoughts on this episode? I'm curious because I, I fucking love this. It's my favorite of season four. Oh well, yeah, it's my favorite season four too. It's um, like I said, it's it's good. You know, I mean, it's good. I mean, I I, I like how I like I like where they went with it. I like how um, Benteen kind of lost his shit the way he did. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, interesting, um, w- interesting direction that Rod took this. Well, but, it's one of the, it's, it's one of those episodes where everybody's right. Yeah. You know, you can agree with everybody. They still they're pretty much not wrong, and their hearts are in the right place both ways. It was the first thing I said in the podcast. It's hard. It's hard to All do, three yeah, characters to do are right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's funny how I I started it with liking Benteen, and at the end I fucking hated him. And well, I understood what he was, why he was saying it. Like he just, he was, it was one. Yes, the captain's right. He's losing that that edge that he has, that power, and he's afraid. He's to not lose really it. a captain, though. He, he's not. No, right, right, right. He holds I'm, no title whatsoever. Well, I mean, yeah. Pause here. Because the commentary, they bring up a point that I haven't really thought of. Is he goes, mm. he's Captain Benteen, but the the crew that was originally on that ship that brought him there, they never they mentioned civilians. Them. They never yeah. mentioned who they are. He was Fifteen years yeah. old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was a kid. Yeah. So that he's crew just... is long dead. Yeah. And who knows? I, I I love the fact that they do not go into detail in any of this. They have an hour and they still skim over it, and I'm what, perfectly fine with that. It doesn't matter. Getting back to the chick that hung herself, she couldn't hang in there for another couple days. Well, she could have. They just took her down the barrier. Well, they, they didn't know. They, they, no, they, are, know the they knew. They knew the, that the ship wasn't was coming, coming yet. Yeah, they no, didn't know that. yes, it was. Yes, no, it was. no, they don't. Yes, they did. They didn't know that, Frank. Yes, they did. No, Rod goes, a ship is coming. They don't know that because the radio equipment didn't re- receive that. Rod, the only reason we know ahead of time is because Rod says it, but they do not know that. No, Benteen says it. No, he doesn't. No, he says there's a ship coming in the prayer at the funeral. Yeah, he just says it but to keep them alive. That's... He didn't actually yeah. hear the signal because he, why else would he keep scanning for the in the horizon for, for anything? He didn't oh. know. Okay. Yeah. I was actually surprised, Frank, when you played the Rod Serling clip, and I go, oh, Rod says that. But Maybe the characters don't know up. that. Okay, then I fucked that up then. No, no, it's it's perfectly acceptable because Rod tells you, but the characters themselves do not know. He doesn't make that that indication clear. I just assumed that they would know. No, right now, I you you would think as soon as they found out, it's like holy shit, like this is yeah. like. I was. Because, let's go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm just saying because like literally the fucking ship lands like a day after they bury the bitch. Yes, but. When they show in the and beginning, they do a month ahead of time, his whole speech of a ship is coming, a ship is coming, is literally yeah, what I'm saying is, blind is like they, faith. No, but what I'm saying is they knew a month ahead of time before the ship got there. They didn't, though. Because I could play the clip here in a second. That's fine. Because when the, the captain arrives, he goes, we've been messaging you. Did you not get them? And he's like, no. They didn't get anything from them. Uh, Dick, you heard that, right? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I was assuming. Cause I, I, they were always on the radio looking at all the static. 
So here it is. I don't want to play too much, though. Mr. Benteen? So he got their radio frequencies. I'm Benteen. Colonel Sloan, so commanding the Galaxy 6. Our orders are to transport you all back to Earth. Alright, I want to play too much. Is that... Are, are they Miami Heat hats? <laughs> yes. They're big fans. White out. Okay. We tried to transmit to you, Mr. Benteen, but we just simply couldn't get through. There you go. It's like, is he going to toss him? Did you hear him, <laughs> Frank? Yeah, I heard him. Yeah, that, that's the point. Is It's completely blind faith before that ship arrives. Okay. Fair enough. And you can tell that happens like once every three and a half, four weeks. Where they go out and they're like, a ship is coming. Oh, they hung herself. Oh, she hung herself. Another swinger on my Keep ship. our... And he just does it to keep their morale up. But Can you imagine if she was the hottest piece of ass? Which I guess... Which I guess he... he uh, you know, they call him captain because he's a leader. And he yeah. is a leader. So, in that respect, he has earned the, the title, but... Yeah, I have no problem with that. Do you think it would have been creepier if they called him father? God, they Benteen. They all have. Father Ben Benteen, ben because that would have been like. Well, that was the whole only... point of the episode is how right. he's, you know he's a, he was basically a god. I mean, Rod like the, has... religion, the, the religious kind of connotation about it would like be off putting more, or it would be a little bit too, well, too dark. No, that maybe. episode would have been the old man in the cave, which we talked about in season five. Old man in the cave was a robot. Was a robot. Yes, but it's the same it idea where it's yeah, where you don't listen to the old man in the for cave. For some it reason, you. it's giving you orders, follow them blindly. No. And that's what oh, I, I find far more I, interesting about this episode is you see the guy, and the whole point of the episode is him not willing to accept the fact that he's not in that position anymore. But he's also, he thinks they're children, they can't help themselves, they're not going to survive on their own, Yeah, and he's worried about that. I think there is a real there is a real reason to have that feeling, because he's not wrong. Oh, definitely, yeah. These people are not going to survive if they don't have the right set of circumstances well the right but he was 15 when he was on earth so how would he fucking this is true but but also he kept them alive so i get that understanding on his side but but also he's not wrong by but when he goes when we get to earth we're going to stay together so we can survive he's not wrong there he's doing it for a selfish reason perhaps but i also believe at first they probably should stay together like, there's, I think so, there's yeah. a reason there's a place called Chinatown in New York. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a reason any group of people a, a who emigrates town. to somewhere else stays together for a little bit. And then yeah. once you're established and you're like, I understand the local culture. And local culture here literally means another fucking planet. Yeah. yeah. So it's completely yeah. foreign. And when he says this whole, like, their children's speech, and you, maybe not chronologically, yeah. they're adults. When the pilgrims but, came here, they stayed together. They didn't just start, you know, occupying different lakes they found. You know? Yeah, you got to go. Then you go out in machetes and cop, chop down the local indigents. I, I get exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. But when he goes, their children, you know, First socially, you socially their chi- children, socially, I, I completely agree with him. Yeah. But his assumption is what makes it bad. Assumption is we'll always be together. Fuck you in Wisconsin. Fuck you in Oregon. Fuck you there. We're going wherever they gave us land. For some reason, San Diego was mentioned like fucking three times. Yeah, but he could have been like, hey, at first, until we're comfortable, can we please, like, he doesn't give him a ultimatum or a beg, like, from the heart. He just goes, we're doing this. Yeah. 
And that's where you get the confliction of he might be wrong here. I almost thought yes, the way this episode was going to go since they had all this uh, attention brought on by the weight and like what they could carry with them on the ship. And it was a very precarious situation because there might be too much weight. I thought it was going to be they're all loading the ship and one person has to stay behind. And Captain Benteen's the one that's like, oh, well, you guys go. I'm going to stay here for the, for the good of my people. That I makes have sense. to stay here for you. I thought that was where the episode was going to go. But no, it's much worse. I, that actually is a good point. I never thought about yeah, that. I almost thought that was going to be the episode. Cause Interesting. That's happened, I think in radio shows and other kind of episodes that are similar to those. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you guys. Oh, yeah, I just wanted to ask you. Um, if, okay, say we say you had a choice of whether to you know live the rest of your life but it's going to be bad or whatever and and the earth is fucking doomed or whatever not doomed but... already already there okay but i'm here i'm living it, that yeah. dream right now or, cool, cool. or or you can go test your 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 luck and and maybe end up on a on a desert at rock surrounded by two suns somehow but whatever um would you would you leave or would you just just stick it out here here's the thing I would have originally stayed on Earth. But once they're there, I'm going back to Earth without any oh, thought. Like fuck yes. I'm going to go, this fucking sucks out of here. So it really depends you on the situation. Te- you mean to tell me there's no rear projection asteroids going to hit me in the face on Earth? I'm in. I, I want off this fucking planet. Post-production I, asteroids. There's no, want, there's no digital scratch. I, I don't want to sleep in a cave where fucking JoJo's uncle is going to come and Molest me in the middle of the night. You're really hung up on JoJo. It's I really am. Really weird. <laughs> JoJo, he's the only kid in the episode. It's kind of creepy. He's the only why child. Are you, why are you so stuck on that? And he looked like a monkey. He was just an ugly looking kid. He was just this ugly child. I, I feel like him. I need tell to tell us about Earth, Captain. I feel like I need to Can play I... another Filthy Twilight episode. Can I kiss you, Captain? What episodes does this remind you of, Frank? Asteroid, Earth comes to get him. The lonely. the lonely. Yeah. Season one, episode seven, if I'm not mistaken. Six. Let me pull up episode Filthy six. Twilight Zone for The Lonely. Corey. 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 Was it Shelly? It's the first episode. I'm Felicia. That's your name. It's right. Felicia. This is the first episode of Filthy Twilight Zone. It's the first one I ever did. Here we go. This is represents desert. The desert that you'll see on your screen in a story we call The Lonely. The Lonely is about a man sentenced to a lifetime of solitary confinement. The confinement takes place on a asteroid far out in space. It's the story about a man slowly succumbing to a kind of nightmarish loneliness, a gradual disintegration of mind and body because Human beings have that palpable need for <laughs> A most benevolent and compassionate official sends the prisoner a long rectangular containing, well, a machine. A machine inside of a robot built in the form of a woman. It's a robot that and like a human being. A robot that thinks like a human being. Gentlemen, I can only tell you that the lonely which involves a man and a woman made out of plastic and wires with a machine for a will provide a most bizarre experience as to the 
physiological extensions of their relationship, that is, man and female and what they do in their spare time. We're leaving this open. <laughs> so it turns out I didn't know anything from the episode, but you get the idea. That works fine. It's Jack Warden from Dirty Work. Yeah. He's and used cars. Yeah, he's on an asteroid and he's stranded and he's a prison sentence there. Felicia! But it's very similar to this episode. This, there's a lot of desert episodes. It's this, on Thursday we leave home, the lonely... Uh, rip, cheap to shoot that. The Rip, rip Van Winkle Keeper. That's true, yeah. Frank knows me and my inability to say that title. <laughs> rip Van Winkle Keeper. Probably because I've never done this show sober. That's probably why, Frank. Yeah, you think King if I'm Nine silver, I'm able to say it. Maybe. Rip Van Winkle Caper. Huh? Rip Van Winkle Caper. Rip Van Winkle Caper. It's not. I just can't say it. But anyway, um, there's a lot of like desert. Oh, Gold. 100 Yards Over the Rim as well. Going off memory. <clears throat> desert yeah. episodes uh, where they just shot in the desert. And they, they, they drove 100 miles outside of L.A. Here Amazing we are. The, this one on 30 Bleeding Chrome was not shot in the desert. It was all yeah, smoke. well, clearly. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of episodes in the desert. This one would have benefited from a real location, but however, they shot in a studio on the Time Machine set, and it's, which was 53? That's right. Three? Yeah. No, 63. 63, really? I think it was 60. Might have been 60, maybe. Maybe it's 1960. On another set for, with props from another movie, the same MGM. Movie. Well, no MGM. Time. That's why hey, MGM. Why not? It's cheap. Which is funny. Like the last, yeah. the last like five fucking TZ uh, original. Uh, Has TZ Guy Pierce been alive that long? Who? Guy the, Pierce. The, the last like four or five episodes we've done uh, remake. The last one is is all Forbidden Planet shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. We well, get the same shit from Forbidden Planet. Yeah, it's the yeah. same ship that ends up at the end of. It's a cookbook. Yeah, it, it's a. This episode is way fucking better than that, and nobody will ever acknowledge that. That episode well, is a fucking boring slog. The, the performances. What, what keeps this episode from being what it is? It keeps it going is, um, uh, Brooks is uh, Brooks James Apple. Whitmore. James Whitmore. Yeah, he's the best. I mean, he's just phenomenal actor. He is, you know, theater trained. He's like, got the I didn't, voice. I didn't know that was Brooks until uh, like last yeah. week. Well, sure. Yeah. We talked about it in the original. Oh, you weren't here. Well, he's just he's such a charismatic actor. Nineteen sixty so time good. machine. Nineteen sixty. Yeah, yeah, time machine. Nineteen sixty. Yeah. I thought that was fifty three for some reason. Ain't that old? A man's vision for utopia society is a disillusion while traveling forward in time reveals a dark and dangerous society. I've seen a lot of the original, but not the whole thing, so I didn't rate it. I didn't add it to my list, but I've seen the Guy Pierce remake. And let me tell you. The Time Machine? Sucks. It's not very good. No. You know that was directed by H.G. Wells' great great grandson? Herbert Wells? Great, yeah, and he, he broke down. Am I right on the name? Movie. I just guessed. No, I, I think it's Simon Wells. That's okay. like that. But he broke down and he couldn't finish the movie. So I think they got some other guy to come in. I think Martin Campbell directed it last minute. Simon Wells. Somebody. Yeah, Simon Wells. But he broke down. I'm just like, if you break down over that movie, you're not going to make it in any movie because shit. Maybe Guy Pearce is, he's Australian mean to me. I don't like it. <laughs> Fuck up your bugger. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He directed uh, Simon Wells' Time Machine. 
Prince of Egypt, flushed away his art department, Spirit the Stallion. Yeah, he's a lot. He's a, he I does a lot of later. he does a lot of those non Disney cartoons. No. Minions, Kung Fu Panda Three, Finding Dory. There's Disney finally. How to Train Your Dragons, The Hidden World, Crude the New Age, Nick Cage there you movie, go. bitch. Yeah. Badding, did he do Paddington too? He did. He directed Balto. Oh, oh, this guy did a lot of movies I liked growing up. An American Tale, Five Goes West. Oh wow, okay. You directed we're that. Di- we're back. A dinosaur story. I didn't watch that one. I like that one. Balto, no. the dog movie. Never saw it. Didn't care for that. Prince one. of but Egypt. Like never one. saw that one. Time Machines. Like, yeah. Mars Needs Moms. That's a bad one. That's one of the biggest bombs of all time. Is Mars? The Needs Brilliant Moms. World of Time Gates. He took twelve years off directing to do this. Well, that's what. Yeah. And he now he's directing Save the Cat. Oh. Oh no. The screenwriting book. The movie. It might There's... be. There's zero. Sharon Stone was offered a role. Is the only trivia. Oh, Patrick Schwarzenegger was offered a role as well. That's the only trivia. Patrick Schwarzenegger's acting now. Oh, God. Okay, so on Thursday we leave for home. I, I, fucking love this episode. James Whitmore steals this episode, and I understand and I feel for him, regardless of if if he's at fault or not. He's not wrong to feel the way he is. That's what makes it a good story, your character story. Right. My favorite anythings, like my favorite movies, TV shows, are story or character-driven episodes or movies. As long as I care about the character a little bit, you know, not even a lot. As long as I give a shit, I like it way more than I should. This episode does that really fucking well. And this is why Frank was saying this needs to be an hour episode. Because if this were half right. an hour, it would just be like, ship is here. Here we go. Don't lose. It would be the little people. The message would be so lost. It would get so fucking buried. It would be yeah. the little people. Really? Yeah. Same yeah. episode. I don't give a shit if that guy dies. Great. He gets killed by yeah. his own statue. Okay. Yeah. I don't well, care. No. He's killed by giants, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. But you don't Is care. The little, the little people. Oh, little people. That's right. It's right. I remember that. Oh, the big hand comes down and smashes him. Oh, whoops. <sighs> <laughs> I was waiting for the scream. Yeah, it's just it's always that off-scammered scream. I love when they were talking. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's our new god. Except the big people are like, oh, I crushed him. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Bunch of boulders fall next yeah. to him. Wow, oh, Jesus Christ. What is that? No, the ending's fine, but but you know what I mean? Like, you don't really care about the characters. And this one, it really, it's similar to He's Alive. You really spend time with the character in an otherwise forgettable story. If it was half an hour, I wouldn't care about the story. But He's mm-hmm. Alive... Uh, Dennis Hopper and this one, James Whitmore, make me care about the character. Those are two I feel benefit from being an hour. The rest of the season, no. No. Even like of late, I think of Clifford's Will would have probably been yes. better as a half hour. You know? I agree. And I love that episode. And same with Printer's Devil. I mean, Printer's Devil could have been a half hour just fine. Like There was a lot of padding in that. But then you cut out like he knew about the guy sticking his gum underneath his table desk whatever nonsense the devil knows about like mediocre bullshit like a polygamist so oh yeah (laughs) he's a polygamist 
Let me let me call the school and verify that. Like he, he littered outside of a cafeteria. Holy shit! Extra, extra. Kill the man. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. But that would have benefited from being cut short. Yeah. So much of season season four, but this one would have lost a lot being cut down. Yeah, this one thirty thirty thousand. Yep. Thirty thousand what? Nothing. That's a that's a half an hour one. No, no, the fa- the Phantoms one, the thirty twenty thousand Phantoms or something. Oh, yeah. I was just saying that as a joke. I know you hate it. it. Has a submarine in it though. No, but I think that episode also would have benefited from being a lot shorter. The 30, 30 fathom grave. Yeah, like how many times do we need to see the, the dead crew going? <laughs> it's fucking. It keeps going and going and going, and that's a Bill Bixby episode. And kept doing that. How many times do you have to come up, talk, and then go back down? Come up, talk, go back down. You could tell they're like the fourth time. He's like, "All right, that's great." I I, I, I don't know. I guess go back down because we still got you, we still got twenty-two cold? minutes. I've been warmer, sir. All right, well, you're going back down. <laughs> but it feels like the the actors themselves are representations of the script in that movie in that episode, where they're like. I, I don't fucking know, man. We got 22 more pages. Go back down. Have fun. And he's like, come on, man. Why? They're just going tink, tink, tink. It's dead bodies. I saw it already. I'll reveal it later, I guess, if you want. But holy shit. Can I just say you tell it now? Go back Do I down. Gloves this time down or no? <laughs> Five fathoms down, I knew what the twist was going to be. Can I? Come on. Yeah, it's, it's one of those episodes. It's not a bad episode. Like, no, Passage and the Lady Anne is a bad episode, if you ask me. Yeah. Which one? Boring as fuck. The next episode after this. Passage and oh. the Lady Anne. Yeah, oh, that's right. A it's, bunch of old it's, people drinking yeah, around right, tables right. and, and it's reminiscing. Ghost Titanic. Yeah. It, and here's the thing I don't remember how it ends. It doesn't. It just ends. There is no twist. Do the, no do the couple die? Do they die? They're all dead. But do the, does the couple die? Yeah, they're all dead. Say so I don't give a it, shit. It literally ended with the ship sailing away. Like, nothing happened. I just don't care. An hour later, nothing happened. Amazing. But this episode, fucking... So- oh, I forgot to change my background. Thanks, guys. Uh, I forgot to well, change I didn't see scroll. a screen behind you. Oh, the scroll. Oh, yeah. oh that, The background I don't really care about. I will change it, though. Oh, that, okay. But the scroll on the bottom, I do definitely want to change. People are going to be very confused. No, oh, but yeah. uh, all all Josh of them. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hey, Josh. By the way, yeah. anyone who watches the the tw- the filthy Twilight Zone won't even notice, so they're fine. So all of our viewers will not care. Very good. But uh, mm-hmm. Dick, first time watching this episode. Well, did Dick answer my question? You did. What? Dick didn't answer. Well, Dick's falling asleep, so I was answering for him. That's why. No, but my, my it keeps doing the wavy late. Uh, I think my internet connection keeps going in Just leave the studio real quick and come back. Yeah, because it keeps doing that shit. Just do it real quick, and we'll get back to you. Frank, out of 10, what do you give this now? Watching it again. You watch it again, right? Yeah. Okay, what do you give it? An 8. That's it? Yeah. Okay. It's 8.1 on IMDb. It's, it's about there. I gave it ping, a nine. Uh, Frank yeah. gave it an eight. I gave it a nine. 
I really enjoyed this episode, and I think it made my top ten of all all the episodes. If I'm not mistaken, I, I could be wrong, but what do we do with you, me, and Adam? Was Adam here for that? Was he alive? I have to go back quite a ways here, but I'll look into it. But I know I voted this in my top whatever we did. Oh, uh, I don't remember. I'm going back right now. Yeah, you mean your top overall? Yeah. Uh, so we did our wrap-up episode. I, I know on... you. I, I'm pretty sure you put this one in your top ten. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. This is because I remember talking about it with you because it was only only fourth fourth season that made it. Oh. Yeah, we did. Uh, it was me, you, and Adam on uh, December eighth of twenty twenty. We did our wrap up original series wrap up episode. Mm. I put this on my list because I fucking love this episode. Uh, I give it a nine. Frank give it an eight. Dick, what do you give this episode? Oh, I'm gonna go eight. And a half on it. So nine. Great. An eight and a half. Um, it's not quite a nine, but it's almost there. Cool. You give it a nine. Cool. cool. It's eight, eight and a half. Eight, eight and a half rounded up is nine. It's an eight four. Okay. So an eight. <laughs> eight five. Nine. No, I just, uh, I wanted to, um, uh, <laughs> you should have spliced this, uh, episode with lines from, uh, um, <laughs> why do you got your, your goose Here's there? Dick with my voting. My I got you now. Banzai! Sorry, go ahead. I won't be seen for another 25, 50 years. That episode was awfully... You couldn't find an episode until 2016. Yeah, it was banned. It was banned. That's amazing. It was banned. Like, that's amazing. The only that episode, that episode banned. That episode was banned. Which is funny. It's the one... It's the first... It was like one of the first five I've ever watched in my life. Back yeah, which is on VHS. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I wish I still had that. But um, no, just uh, you need to just get Shawshank Redemption and splice it with this episode. And you know, it's weird to talk, talk about Brooks. Oh, Josh Farmer. Yeah. Yeah, that's George what I kept K. saying, Josh. Oh, my. Oh, San my. Francisco. I was born there. <laughs> Who's Josh? Who's Josh cat? Farmer? Uh, he's an IndyCar uh, uh, media member. What is your like. favorite TV episode? TV is Josh episode. the guy that watched Beyond Belief with us? No, no that's that Jared. Was, that was, yeah, Jared. Oh, Jared. Did whatever. you invite? Okay, we might have to do it Friday. By the way, uh, I won't be home. Bonsai. Well, if Jared's here, that's fine. We'll take your spot, and you can get ahead of you. No, probably. Yeah, I, I'm just curious because I. You know, Saturday I can't because we're doing UFC. We're going to UFC here in Phoenix all Saturday, for the whole day. And then Sunday is Mother's Day, and I feel bad recording at night. So we okay. might have to do it Friday. That's fine. Just let me know. Anyway, um, yeah, trivia for this, Dick. You watched the commentary. I watched both commentary tracks with. The boring book writer and the other guy who's even more boring somehow. And the Mark Sat Zickery and some other guy one. Did you glean anything from those commentary tracks? I didn't hear the commentary for this one. I just watched it for the silence. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I, watched I, I both. did not watch this one. And you just uh, told me they were terrible, so I'm glad I didn't watch them. Josh is just being a fucking suck up here. Shadow play. I said, What's Shadow it? play. 
Josh says Shadow Play is his he favorite episode. He just repeat himself. What else? No. no, it is his favorite. It's his favorite. Yeah, he, he just got the Blu-rays um, like about a month ago. Okay, well, what, I want to see what else is on his uh, slate here. He, top he three. Top he three or top five? What do you think? He, didn't, he didn't watch this episode, he said. He rightfully skipped season four. Which, he's like the sci-fi channel. Yeah, they always they never show these episodes. They play of late, I think, yeah. of Cliffordville, and they call it good. Yeah, because they do not want to bother with these uh, episodes. They play Jezebel. They play Jezebel, and they play the first uh, Valley of the Shadow. They play sometimes. Valley of the Shadow? The robot one? Or no, in his image. I was going to say, that's not what's called. Which Valley of the Shadow? No, that's the uh, town where they have the little things, and they make the dog disappear. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one's fine. Um, oh, God. You, the first episode I watched was You Drive. Luckily, I stuck with it. Boo! Which one's the You Drive episode? There we go. It's bad. It's really That's smart. a good one. Death has revisited. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a classic. That's a classic. That's a top ten, yeah. Now, I, you guys don't like the Howling Man one, right? Or you don't? No, it's, not, it's well shot. I like it's it. Fun. It's just a... It's a classic, but it's, it's, it's an over, over stupid. Ex, overexposed episode. It's stupid. Yeah. The way he talks is fine. That's funny. You. You know well, it was... It was uh, I tell you, it's true. It's John Carradine. You need to understand if it comes with the death. Homework. Watch The Silence. The Obsolete Man. He's the Obsolete Man in the Silence. The uh, Nightmare as a He's, so, he's seen most of them. He said, what's worse, Fugitive or Bewitching Pool? That's easy. Ooh. He... <laughs> yeah, we, we were talking about this last week. Um, now, I must say, Judge, that the future deal. Bewitching Pool is bad. Fugitive is fucked up. <laughs> he takes it to his plan to be his princess. Ooh. Oh, my. I said Bewitching Pool is way, less, is, is way worse, but less creepy. That's erotic. Jesus. It really depends how into children you are. <laughs> so for Dick, I don't know. I said homework. Watch The Silence. Obsolete Man. My name is a child. The Monster Jew on Maple Street. So on Thursday. Okay. So let's talk about the ending. Oh, wait. Dick still has to answer my question. Oh, God. What was it? Phoenix? Go what ahead. Was it, what was the question? No, ask him what I asked you. I don't fucking know. What do you ask me? <laughs> You're mad at me because I don't oh. know the question. Why do you ask the question? Goddamn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay, so the world's coming to an end and all that, and you have a chance to escape it, to go live on a worse... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you you have a you have a um you you have a choice of either to, you know, chance it and go be a colonist 
or whatever to be with these people or stay on earth and just stick it out and you might die but at least you live your life on earth which would you do would you, uh, i would i would, I would never leave earth i think it's stupid okay fair enough even if the god like, no nah, hold on hold on i ain't going to fucking space no way. what if earth is like earth and interstellar though all you have to eat is corn. That's what I'm trying to say. Literally is, corn. Earth is coming to an end. Do you leave or do you just live well, out you, the rest you, of your you life? You die anyway, so what's the point? You're going to die in space or die on Earth. And, exactly. And the reason I'm asking this is I think that was Rod's main fucking theme of this is, you know, look how look how happy they were when they were going back. So why they even leave in the first fucking place? Well, Most not people because there. The, the, these people are the generation after the ones that left Earth. Most of them are over thirty. Most of them don't even know what Earth is because they weren't born there. They weren't there. These are no. They've 30... only been there thirty years, and most yeah. of them are over thirty. But yeah, they remember as kids. And which they if, they, if they were under there. eighteen, it was not their choice. Yeah. So I, I get what you're saying, Frank, but I think I don't think that saying, most of them had like yeah, I'm saying volition. the writer Rods. Rods I, th- I think Rods was, I think Rods' message for this was um Don't be a dictator. He had a few don't, don't be don't be a guru. Like you you're you're almost a cult leader. And this guy was a cult leader and he didn't want to let go of his flock. And he didn't yeah. like the fact that they had independent thought, and that's why the captain is the is the yeah yeah echo. That, he says, you have independent thought you can choose no that's rod's theme on the nose i'm yeah. saying rod's theme that he doesn't even specifically say was that what i just said well the subtext of rod's other theme i think he was just exploring the idea the that non-spoken I a, theme I, I would say it's just um it's a plot cr- contrivance for the episode it's like how do i make a science fiction episode about a cult leader who loses his, his followers but it's like, and then he has a change of heart last that's minute. That's on because, the nose. That's what I'm saying. Like that's on the nose. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm, he had I'm, any I'm, other. I don't think he had any other uh, motivation or no, ulterior motive. Oh fuck you if he didn't. Yes, he did. I don't know what what is well, what is it then? Power. I just said it. It's just an episode about power. That's it. That's what I just said. I said a cult leader loses his father. No, you said a cult leader, and I I don't agree. That is power. That's the no. Power. He's a guy that loses his power. It's no, not well, a cult leader a, though. Well, he's like a cult leader. He's like okay, a guy you could say that, but it's not Ra's only motivation to be. I want to do a cult leader. You know, he, well, no, it was about this. how he. But but Rod has more duality to him than just a cult leader. It's a cult I'm leader who actually. Who actually get liars to the example? I'm just using one. Okay, so explaining what it is. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying. Co- no, I'm Rod just saying. was saying it's a cult leader, but also no. he actually cares. And the the, yes. the weird thing is, did the he's right the thing by them for 30 years, right? And suddenly he's not useful. So it's it's a feeling of no. it's the cult leader. But if a cult leader found the weird it's the god, f- it's the father. Because like, remember the well, hold on, hold on, guys. Children. It's the it's the yes. emptiness syndrome. Yes, but if it's the cult leader literally found God that they're going for in space, and then right. he's like, "I'll take over," and he's like, "I don't want you to take over." And then he realizes it was a mistake. Wait, you're not supposed to actually be here. What right. the fuck? And that's the point of the of the of the character. He suddenly gets replaced because he never thought he would be, so he didn't right. really believe has, in what he's saying. That's why he has that reaction, that a uh, reactionary reaction. Yeah. Basically. Is that you have the other that reactionary the, reaction? Yes. Reaction to the other captain, captain, the real captain, the captain, captain, captain. I am yeah. the captain now. Which was, which was funny. Is like, um, 
he had like a whole list of a manifest of their weights and everything. Yeah, and he, he said, said, "Yeah, like, we'll yeah. do this later." Yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes, "We That's... got our own. We got our own skills. We're fine." Where he, he like, goes, "I walked it over his shoulder." Was like, yeah. Yeah, "He goes, That's more done. than I asked for, but great. Okay, well, I'll look at this later." <laughs> Aren't you funny, little man? Oh, you're cute. Hey there, little man. Get I that chap your head. And... Put that shit right in my hand. And if that money doesn't show, then they owe me, owe me, owe. That's oh, that's oh, Kevin oh, Smith oh, right oh, there. Oh, Are oh, you oh, gonna oh. put a knife up to Kurt Sadler or uh, Kurt Bill Sutter? Sadler's neck? Oh. I just wish him a fairly fairly well. Good well. Are you drinking Dr. Pepper? Dude. With a little bit of whiskey. Screwball. Peanut, peanut butter whiskey and Dr. Pepper. Jansen's it's mix. So gross. No, it's so good. Everyone agrees. It sounds so awful. Hold on. I agree, Dick. But everyone. I, we, Jensen had a party it. a couple months ago and I gave it to I was like serving him up. Like, here you go. Try, and they're like, try it. Yeah. fuck, that works. I'm like, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah, sounds right. gross. It sounds gross. It, yeah. it works. Well, I'll try one of these days. And that's the reason I can't pronounce names. Welcome to the L.A.W. Twilight Review. Diner Pepper Peanut Butter Whiskey. I will say this, because I said I'm going to post this link for the first time on this Facebook page I'm a part of. So this might be the first exposure to, for you for the L.A.W. Twilight Review. It's, this is my most coherent episode. What? It's true. No, exactly. No. Because in the last like fifteen episodes, I was drinking beer, which I cannot handle. Really, beer's the issue. Huh? No, do you remember like the last several weeks? I've been like, ah, yeah. There, I've never noticed the difference. Nope, over my head. No. Well, difference. I go to sleep. I'm like, oh, what happened? <laughs> I'm like, oh no. My mouth tastes like an old whore. I can't drink beer that. anymore. Like whiskey, really? I can drink all night. Interesting. Be, you know, I, well, obviously, I seem, you know, intoxicated. I don't, I don't want to seem sober. I'm not gonna are lie. They, are they fourteen percenters? Is that the beer you're drinking? Is it like the fourteen percent alcohol content? The twelve percenters? One of those? No, or? it's just like fucking Blue Moon and Shocked Up. Blue Moon. Wow, that's it. That's no, crazy. but but it just hits you a different way. Wow. Yeah, that's surprising. And I was used to beer for the longest time, and some, yeah, yeah. You know, for I'm a shocked. decade, I stopped and I switched over to whiskey and yeah. rum and all that, and I drank this bottle and. Well, I haven't, I haven't drank in a long time, so I don't know how my reaction would be. I'm kind of yeah. curious. You're like a red wine think, guy. Well, even that, I haven't really... I mean, I'll have red wine here and there, but yeah, I just haven't drank a lot in a long time. I just haven't had a need for it. Here's know. me on if I drink red wine, as much as I'm drinking now. I'll be like, no. all right, I'm having the greatest time of my life. I'm puking well, up yeah. blood. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the street, you fucking bum. My head, oh, and I'm puking, and, and my head hurts. That's oh, that's wine red wine. We'll do that. Yeah, mixing is always bad. No, like red when, wine by itself. No, well, I mean, yeah, by itself, I, I can see. Well, that. if you drink too much, yeah, I could, I can see that. I drank two bottles of red wine once when Periscope was live, and I did a live show. I'm like, <laughs> you gotta eat all right, guys, I, I really need to go. I'll stop the Q and A now. Stop, oh! <laughs> like immediately. Yeah. It no, was it, so well, bad. And I haven't drank wine I, since. The only reason I can drink a lot of red wine, you have to eat something with it. Like if you have a steak with red, like just that. French that bread, you, Italian bread. Yeah, you have, to eat, you have to eat food with it. And it's just, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's what makes you. So Frank, picture this. Go longer. We're, I'm, oh, am I 20? So you're 21, Dick. Yeah. 
right, in, in film school. So I'm 19, you're 20, 21. 20, well, I was, I was 21. Yeah. 22. 22. So he's 22. He would invite us over for dinner. And we just have, like, you know, pasta. It was fine. It was great food. But the man himself would drink, uh, like, red wine and then eat an entire French loaf. <laughs> As a 22-year-old. And we're like, is he, like, a 65-year-old? So- it was soaking up that red wine. I think that was the <laughs> we like, lot of cigarette. I mean, I have, like, 10 yeah. cigarettes afterwards. Because we, we we could smoke, and I was living around. I was surrounded by Europeans, so we're all smoking. Europeans and dead bodies in your yep. in your apartment. That's what we did, but he was like a twenty two year old eating like a sixty five year old Italian man in the mob. It was so <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah. Remco and I were like, I've never seen this before in my life. <laughs> we have no idea. And yeah, he's the one that made pancakes for us all. And flipped them to me. It was very good pancakes. Oh yeah, I missed those. We were pancakes. flipping them back and forth. I remember Boy, that. Were you Prince? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Ended up being a pancakes with Heineken. Put Heineken in the mix. This is wow. how I explain most of my life. They're, no, they're they're surprisingly good. It was very well. They're good pancakes. And here's how I explain most of my life. And I'll throw Dick for a loop because I'm going to mention a phrase. Oh, Frank for a loop. You're the one that said you didn't know what half in the bag meant, right? Right. Yeah, I, I just realized oh, what it meant. So okay. So yeah. we're sitting there, and Remco goes, "Hey," and he has a pan. And he's flipping them, and I'm like. All right, someone hands me a pan. I think it was Michael hands me a pan. I go, all right, let's do this. I'm half in the bag because I always am. And he flips me one. I go, ah, and flip it back. And we have a picture of it. And I'm like, yeah, we did it several times. I'm like, I don't remember that. Across the hallway. Don't remember that. Yeah, really. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of things either. I wasn't even it that was, drunk. It's just like. I wasn't even from drinking. I just don't remember. It was 19 or 20 when I was. You Years know, ago. It was a while ago. Literally. Yeah. This was a while ago. We have my 20-year anniversary in high school, so two more years we'll have our 20th anniversary of film school. So, yeah. Man, it's fucked up. Where's, where's Michael? He's in he's in Holland. He lives in Netherlands. Because the three of us should get together at some point. He's in the Netherlands. The ne- he's in... Uh, he married He's in the Kim. bicycle capital. Ah, he married... I think he's still married to Kim, and they have a kid... They have, I think they have two kids now, maybe... I don't know. I know they had a, they had a son, but that was as far as I go. I feel bad because Adam reaches out to me every once... Like, every 10 years. Yeah, I saw Adam. Last time I talked to Adam was 2014 for Cesar. And he goes, hey, let's come out. Let's, I'm, in, I'm in Arizona. I go, yeah, let me find out. And I, I'm like, I have nothing to say. Like, I feel bad. But like... He's I, fine. I no, he's great. Him. I love the guy. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, but I'm like... What do I have to say to him? Yeah, and I get like he, his wife's long gone though. She dead? No, she they divorced. They're, they haven't been together in like 10, 20 years. I think they divorced shortly after film school. Actually, like no, no, I take that back because they came up. The last time I saw them, sorry, they were Frank, was two thousand eight when Dark Knight came out. Oh, good. That was when the last good, time good. I saw them together as a couple. Because Dana, 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 Dana was fun. She was fun, and she had I giant breasts. She had giant breasts, yes. She really did. And she could play a violin. Frank has to go poo. I think you meant to keep that secret, but I, here I am. Bye, Frank! <laughs> Bye, Frank! What do, you, what do you give this episode, Frank? He gave it an eight. eight. An eight? Okay, yeah, yeah, that works. Are you me? Are you drunk? Even no, I know right. that. He's got poo. I just saw it. I he just does. He does the poo. Yeah. So go, bye, Frank. All right, guys. See you. Bye, Fri- Friday, if you can. All right. Bye, Josh. He didn't show up after said fuck Frank, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josh sent me this. Hold on. Before you go, 
He sent me this clip. I don't know what the fuck it means, but... Yeah, you know. I get it. <laughs> he said, it like, we have to get going and... Anyway, uh, we'll go there after the uh, what have you. Okay. Later, guys. But he also shared this. Shut the fuck up. Pray. Jesus. Can't you ever shut up? It's a good one. It's very good. Well, I'm going to play all of them now that Frank's gone. So, yeah. uh, what's the other one? Jesus. <laughs> anyway. No, I already shared that. Oh, this one. No. Frank, why don't you uh, just go away? Leave me alone. He's the most angriest old man in the, in the old man home. Frank, Jesus! Can't you ever shut up? Should I change this one to this? I want you to shut on your bed. Or fuck me, Frank? Or Did you hear me? Larry. Did you hear me over her? No, I did not. Oh, I said, I want you to shit on my bed, Larry. See, well, yeah, you should, you could, you could find that. I think that could be. You think done. I should do that? That's pretty good. Yeah, but that's like the, the the only thing that came out of this Johnny Depp thing is Amber Heard is forever going to be known as the woman who shit in his bed. On like, his forever, bed. forever. It's oh, it's like that's it. Her you fucking legacy, weirdo. Her legacy is done. Once you it's shit on a forever. bed and it's public knowledge. Yeah, that's it. And Gi Giant Depp's reaction. Um, it was um. Human fecal material. <laughs> uh, I could only show it was feces. Like, it was I've like, been expressing my hatred for Johnny Depp since uh, the the Incredible Negative Men debuted in 2014. So eight years. Yeah. I don't hate him. I just am done with him as an actor. Right. However, their testimony and his reactions to the lawyers have made me laugh nonstop. And I'm not on his side. I don't give a shit. Fuck you. If you have a political agenda on this thing, go fuck yourself. I watch it for what it is. Just two people in a really ter two terrible people in a terrible relationship and their problems. And his reactions to the lawyer, which is like, for the third time, yes, it is what I signed. Like th Those are fucking funny. I don't care what you say. He's put on performance too. He is. Uh, they, they made a good point of uh, explaining, like, do you notice how he takes forever to say something? Yeah. It's like he's thinking because he's he's going over in his head how to perform it. Yeah. It's like he's got it. Um, oh, uh, yes. I'm. I'm just. Um, he's trying to use big words that aren't like words he doesn't really understand what they mean. He's Michael Scott. Pretty, well, no, Michael Scott would be just going. Um, we had sex. That's what Michael Scott would do. It'd be something stupid like that. No, what he goes. I'm not stitious. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. Like that's a Michael Scott line. That's what comes out of Johnny Depp in the trial, and that is the only entertaining part. I'm not on his side. I just think of the way he's handling this. He knows he's doing better than she is in the public eye, and that's oh, absolutely. literally all that matters. But he's it's already paid for it because this was a preemptive. They preemptive striked his ass by firing him from Pirates of the Caribbean. Firing him, but he got paid money for, for the but I think Parr movie because he has pay for play deal, yeah. But I think this is going to be a strike one for him, or he goes, All right, I won this trial, but I lost against those two roles I had. Now I won He's those, gonna, and now I'm going to sue Disney, yeah. And Disney oh, sure. will go, Yeah, fuck it, be Johnny, be Captain Jack yeah. again, it's fine. 
I mean, he'll I win that role. He's playing yeah, the long yeah. game. Amber Heard has no oh, sure. game. No, she's done. They want her off of Aquaman too. They've been trying to. There's a yeah. They made a big petition to get her off, but that was happening two years ago. It was happening I, because was, she was fucking sucks. She sucks. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. I thought she was fired, and Amelia Clark was going to be in it. Oh. I really thought that Amelia was Clark thing. sucks even worse. She's better than Amber Heard. No. Yes, she is. Amber Clark, Amelia. I love her. You take that back. <laughs> I combine them. Amelia Clark and anything outside of. Uh, Tar- Targaryen Amelia, sucks. Amelia Heard. Amelia Heard is just not very yeah. good. I said Amelia Heard, then I also yeah. said uh, the other version of it. Yeah, Amber. Course, yeah, Amber Clark. No, nobody survived the Game of Thrones, but she did. No, she just keeps. She's the Jennifer Aniston of the Game of Thrones. You know who did? The guy from uh, Nar. Oh yeah, Nar. Uh, uh, he survived. Yeah, he's good. He's he's doing he's well a, now. He's good. Um, I would say. Sean Bean's good. fine. Uh, Sean Bean's he fine. He got out uh, season one. Richard, Richard Madden came out on top on that one. I don't think Kit, Kit Harrington fucking well. sucks, though. He's not a good actor. I mean, no. He was in a bunch of movies. They tried to make him a star before. He's terrible. Amelia Clark is, is a fucking terrible, though. She's not very good. She can be good. I think she just hasn't found the right part. No, question is, no. do you want to fuck her more than you want to see her on screen? Oh, absolutely. No, but that's my point. Yeah. Like, yeah. the only reason you're being polite right now is because you think right. there's an outside chance you might fuck her. Yeah, right? So, on, outside, so let's just say... She's watching this show right now. I don't right? like Dick Dickett. He's a, he's a piece of shit. So now, what do you, you think about her? I, I was saying we all, She's we all terrible. Have our, we all have our opinions. No, I think she's a sweetheart as a person, from what I can tell. No, I like her. I think she's funny in interviews and stuff. I think she's Yo, funny. Interviews are fun. Yeah, yeah, I agree. She's fun. I think she's a funny. She's funny. She's like a but, Daisy like Ridley. Said, Daisy she's Ridley. The, she's the Jennifer Aniston of of Game of Thrones because they try after Friends, they kept giving Jennifer Aniston movie roles, and none of them worked. Like she couldn't sell a movie ever. All like she every needed movie she made was a ball. all along was Warwick Davis. Oh, I, I agree. That's all she needed. She needed a little Irish luck in her system. I will pump as much Irish luck in you as you need. As you can see in a previous episode, I have a 100% Irish luck I could pump inside you. I have zero genetic abnormalities, abnormalities in my system here. It's just... It's a- just Amber Herdities. Yeah, Amber Herdities. Amber herpes, if you will. Amber, oh, there you go. That's even better. <laughs> no, but Amber herpes. Abernalities. I have. Uh, I have the lamest blood in history. You do. Well, she probably has the same blood. It was just a English. circle around the fucking English Isles. She, yeah, she, she's probably got the same thing. <laughs> it's probably damn. more. It's more. It's more inland. That's all she is. She's Look, more inland. The point is, I will. Come on, you're 55. Let me take over. Come on. The Supreme Court can't control your womb. Let me. I'll take care of your womb. My wife will not care. No. Wait, who am I? Let me be your preacher, teacher. <laughs> I want to be honest. Was I going for Amber Heard, Amelia Clark, or Jennifer Aniston right there? I forgot. I don't know. All three of them are pretty good. <laughs> I think I was going scale. for Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark is, is uh, but she's short. Amelia Clark is the That's shortest fine. one out of the group. I don't care. Amber Heard might be the tallest. How tall do you think I am? You know my height. I know, but still. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a tall guy. I'm average. 
I'm six foot. I'm that's ten, I'm five ten. That's, con- that's considered average. No, five ten is average. Five it's nine. Five nine is considered average. Well, isn't uh, Mel Gibson five five or five six? No, he's taller. Is he okay? I Tom met Mel Cruise Gibson. is five 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 right. Five five. Yeah, he's five five. I he's met Mel Gibson in real life on the Fox yes. lot, and yes. I was like, "You're so tiny." Yeah, he's tiny he's man. Tiny. <laughs> like, yeah, William Wallace is like six two. Yeah, the real rhythm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're so you're on a horse for a reason. I get it. He's seven feet tall. It blows fireballs <laughs> on his ass. His arse. His arse, just like me. My nipples. From <laughs> South Park. Oh, my nipples. Say what you will about Mel Gibson. Son of a bitch. <sighs> story. Okay, so genuinely, on Thursday, really for home. Yes. You have not seen most of season four. No, I have not. But just know this. It's my this is the best favorite one. episode of season four. Right, yeah. That's why, I, that's why I kind of get hesitant even trying to watch season four on my own. Because I'm just like, ugh, an hour? Ugh, that could be tough. I, well, I need to do it just because I have to watch them. But. Here's what we have to look forward to. Yeah. Keep in mind, white is what we've done already. Yellow is what we've yet to do. Here's season four. Oh, wow. Here's on yeah. Thursday, really, for home. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of them. So, 17. This one thank, is on the chopping thank, block. Thank Christ this is a short season. <laughs> this like is a, how... Uh, compared to the others. Yeah, This is how uh, organized I am. Every white episode is what we've done a redux of. Yellow is not. Green wow. is what we're doing shortly. Look at I, that. I don't see any green yet, but here we get in season wow, two. Nothing there. Season three, so we're wow. gonna we're gonna do the shelter here next week, and that's it for season three. Look at that! All that work. Yeah, well, it takes a few seconds once you get it established. Yeah. Once I got like the IMDb pages loaded, because watch you click on this, it goes. Uh, bloop. You just click on the episode and it takes you to IMDb. Yeah, it takes page you to IMDb. Or... Oh, okay. No, it's definitely worth the work. That's yeah. how I'm able to do shit in such a short amount of time. It's not like you can't just type in the episode and get all the information. But it takes so long. Like, it takes an extra 15, 20 seconds, which on a podcast yeah. is an eternity, honestly. Sure. So, for 250 bucks, the Stream Deck is definitely worth it. Uh, <laughs> and I bought that before I moved into a real house. Wow. Before I had man, a family. Before I had a family that sucked the life out of me and my cash. Before I lost my joy, my joie de vivre, if you will. Okay, so Thursday on Thursday, we leave for home. Who do you side with ultimately in this episode? Uh, absolutely not Captain Benteen. He has to let him go, and he and he just, and especially at the last when when he has that change of heart at the end, where he realizes how fucked up and stupid he was, and it's too late, and they try to tell him. And I realized that, like I said before, I thought it was going to end a different way, but this is just much darker how it ends. It's just like, he just looks like, oh, take me with you. I'm sorry. So how do you think it was going to end? Well, I told you. I, I said before, like, I thought there was going to be like a, uh, since because they put so much attention on the weight and the capacity of how much they could take on the ship to get out of orbit, they have to give it very precise. I thought it was going to be over, they were going to overestimate or underestimate their weight. And it was going to come down to, we need to leave someone behind and to take off, and Cam Benteen was going to be the one that says, like, okay, these are my people. I have to let them go. I have to, I can't be, I can't go to the promised land. It's like Moses 
you know, can't go to the promised land, so he has to stay behind if, and watch his people be well, free. Well, Moses has lost for 40 years. This guy's only lost for 30 years. Well, yeah, I was saying it's, it's kind of the same thing due to his, uh, we don't, well, it's just hubris in a sense because it he is. felt he was the leader and he wanted to keep, he, well, it's just like uh, uh, the the stand, the original stand when uh, Mama, when Mama has her, her Mother her, Abigail. Crisis, Mother Abigail has a crisis of faith because she got too prideful and she realized, oh my God, I'm being selfish. I need to take a break from this and walk away from it. He just has that moment, but it's just too late. Yes, uh, and I don't disagree. That would be an interesting episode. I that would be fine. That would be that'd be fun. But, but I like also, this, I like this ending. Yeah. the ending they have works better because well, sure, yeah, he stays behind on his own volition. Right, they have yeah. plenty of room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he goes, I can't be yeah. controlled. I can't keep you together in a colony after we land on Earth. Right. And Goodbye. He's just stubborn. He's just being stubborn. He's stubborn. So much. Yeah. You could tell he's really the. Exactly what you said. Stubborn because when they cut captain, oh, sorry, the, the the captain of the ship comes back and he's like, right. him and the other guy who hated him throughout the whole episode is like, right. Benteen, come on, we're leaving right now. We can't five yeah. more minutes. We got to get out of here. We're gonna miss our orbit. Come on, captain Benteen. And they're like, you yeah. please, please listen to reason. They gave him his chance. And, and out of thought... stubbornness, he's like, yeah, he sits behind. He's like, or when they leave, or... he's like. Or he overslept and he didn't mean to. One time <laughs> is a problem. This is the first time. This is the first time he's had the cave to himself, and he's just like scratching his balls. It's fucking quiet he's in here. Sp- he's eagle spread eagled. He don't give a fuck. The air, the air is blowing perfectly. The first time he's had a cool air come through there in like twenty years. So he's just like fuck. This is great, and he's oversleeps, and then he's just like they come in and they yell for him. He's just like, what was that? Oh shit. Fuck. Oh, sh- oh shit! Oh the ship! Oh my! I set my alarm. Wait! I overslept. I overslept. Jojo, I overslept. I was gonna fuck you. Oh shit! Jojo, I love you, Jojo. Jojo, you odd-looking monkey kid. You mongrel-looking son of a bitch. Tell me about Earth, Captain. The he reason never I love that, you know about that? What? Jojo never they carried Jojo wherever he went. He didn't walk. Yeah, I think uh, Buzz was like, "My son doesn't walk anywhere. You have to carry him. You have to carry his ass." Crippling thing he had at birth, laziness. Yeah. Laziness. You know how that works. He doesn't. He doesn't like eating hot soup every day <laughs> of his life. How's the water? Wet. It's wet. So he goes wet. I want to play my filthy version again. Let but... me. Let me fill you up. Uh, all the women, get in line. I fill you up. This is Captain Pelton. I'm going to touch you all on Captain your, your pelvis. Benteen time. Uh, time for you to bend over, teen. <laughs> bend, bend, bend teen. Oh wow. No, but uh, you know, Brooks is great. Oh yeah. He well, is. He's, fucking, he's one of the best actors around, man. I mean, I'm just going to guy... hold this fucking thing right here. No, because it that? is fucking hot in here. Oh, you got all the air conditioning. Oh my god, my fan is the only is saving grace here. One of them Dyson's fans. <sighs> it's my best friend is right it, now. Is the air, is the heater still on for the baby? I put the fucking AC on. I don't know what happened after that. Maybe pizza arrives. Oh. So they're like turn off. I don't know, but let's just show this episode. Okay, here's. Okay, so here's what this episode beat on the way here. 
Night Call, which I agree with. Nothing in the Dark, which is a Robert Redford one you mentioned, or one of you guys did. Mr. Beavis, which fucking sucks. I know one likes Mr. Beavis. But here's our next episode, The Shelter, which is number four on our list. That one be... Oh, no, it beat the mask eventually, but the shelter beat, and when the night, and when the scout, sorry, when the scouts open, the whole truth, no, the serve man, this beat the serve man, our next episode, okay. and it beat five characters in search of an exit. Wow. Okay. Took out some heavy haters on the way here for number four. Yeah. So next week on this show, we are doing the shelter, our TZ Twitter poll number six, fourth place, because we did four polls, so. And then we're doing Night Gallery 204C, Marmalade Wine, which is only 11 minutes long, thank God. Yes. And then we're doing, for the first time in a long time, TZ2002, 104 <gasps> Dream Lover. Oh, no. I get to break out those DVDs for the first time. Fantastic. I've always watched them on the computer here, but I get to watch the DVDs now. Can't wait. Oh, it's probably going to be scratched. <laughs> Probably, but that's what eBay gets you. Dream lover. Dream lover. Eddie Vedder. Oh, well, where is my lady? Oh, the way. One, two, three, four. Dream lover, come on, in. Save Kosovo. They did that No Boundary CD in 98. That was the Save Kosovo. Right. And that was Eddie Vedder's contribution was... Whatever that Good song's job. called. That was my one of my teachers was from Kosovo. She's my algebra teacher. Fuck her. She was terrible. She Fuck really her in her country. She had a really bad. Sh- oh, maybe it wasn't Kosovo. I'm sorry. It was uh, the other one, the one that got fucked up. Beirut. No, 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 no. It was Russia, Eastern European country. Bosnia. Uh, maybe it was Bosnia. Yeah. Can't remember. She was actually not a bad teacher. I got to be with her, so I was happy about that. I got B, C, D, and it was enough. Enough to graduate. Enough to be done with algebra. All right, here we go. Here's your No Boundaries CD. So I bought this thing. It's uh, Pearl Jam, Rage Against Machine. Last more set. Ghost of Tom Jode, Rage Against Machine. Neil Young, It's a War, man. Freak on a Leash by Korn, a different remix. Is that uh, the same Neil Young that said, don't touch my potatoes, F word? Sure. I think it is. So, let's get out of here. I love this episode. Doesn't seem like you guys do, do as much, but... Oh, it's a very good episode. Very, very nice. Very good episode. It's sadly the best of season four. I don't, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt that. Let's get out of here. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dick, dig it, leave it right now. So long, Jamie Lee Roth and Citizens. Tom Rillo, play us out. But I'm gonna, 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 but